Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hi, Giovanna Rossi here, and welcome to another episode of The Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. Are you at the top of your game professionally, but feeling burned out or finding it hard to focus on your goals or unfulfilled personally? Or are you in transition, simply juggling so many things you find it hard to take care of your own needs? Well, you're not alone. We all need to activate the four universal superpowers. These are the internal strengths and abilities we all already have, but don't use all the time. Superpowers can be cultivated and they include awareness, intuition, action, and acceptance. Toward the end of the show in a segment called Superpowers for Success, I ask my guest about her superpowers and the answers will give you the strength, perspective, and power to live a well-woman life. I'm so happy you're here. So thanks for tuning in. This episode of the Well Woman Show is brought to you by Collective Action Strategies, supporting organizations that support women and families, and by Well Woman Life Movement Challenge Quiz, your resource for living your best life. If you're in burnout or major transition, this is your time to figure out what's holding you back from making the changes you need to make in order to live your fullest, most joyful life. The cause of all of our challenges, personal or professional, can actually be rooted in the lack of internal superpowers and or external supports. Our Well Woman Life Framework tells you which stage of the Well Woman Life Cycle you're in and what to do about it so you can truly live your best life. You can find out more at wellwomanlife.com slash quiz. I'm so thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico, a monthly green healthy lifestyle publication. And for support from High Desert Yoga, promoting optimum physical health, clarity of mind, and spiritual inspiration for all. Hello, hello, well women. Giovanna Rossi here, and I'm so pleased to uh, welcome you to the show. Welcome you back if you're a regular listener, and welcome new listeners to the Well Woman Life community. You can uh, join our Facebook group to... Um, meet other well women in the community at uh, wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook. And I um, have a great show for you today because it is a colleague of mine who specializes in uh, actually in EFT healing, um, but she is interviewing me on the show today. So she did this for her show and I loved it so much because she asked really good questions and we just had a great conversation. So I think this will really help you become really familiar with the Well Woman framework and kind of where I'm coming from with all of this and how it can help you specifically how when you go through the four stages of the well woman life cycle in the framework, it really helps you hone in on and, and figure out very specific challenges that you have and and you can apply it to anything that you're working on in your life. So it is, uh, it's a great conversation 
and I'm excited for you to meet Marty Murphy um, while she interviews me. So enjoy. And if you are interested in diving a little deeper with me, I'm going to facilitate a uh, process at our free monthly Well Woman Drinks event on February 20th. We're going to live stream it. So it doesn't matter where you are, you can sign up for it. Go to wellwomanlife.com slash events to get on that list. And we'll send you the Zoom link and you can uh, come on live with us on February 20th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 p.m. Mountain. And I'm going to facilitate a process of reflecting and releasing in order to make space for creating what you want this year. Uh, so if you're listening to this as this show publishes, it's about the middle of February. And for a lot of us, we are uh, in full swing with um, our goals. And for a lot of us, we're still figuring it out. You know, I said J January was for dreaming and that's what I did. And then now in February, I'm getting things organized to really push forward with some of my goals this year. So if you're feeling like uh, you set some goals and you really haven't started or you haven't set any goals, you're not behind. Don't worry. Take a deep breath. Join me on February 20th and we will work through it together. Okay. Enjoy the show and I'll see you the 20th. Hi, welcome. I'm your host, Marty Murphy, and I'm always excited to bring interviews to you so that you can broaden your horizons and hear more about what other people are doing. And I'm excited to share with you a colleague and a friend of mine that lives here in New Mexico along with me, Giovanna Rossi. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her and then we'll start our interview. So Giovanna Rossi is the president and CEO of Collective Action Strategies, LLC a consulting firm dedicated to improving the lives of women and families through strategic leadership and communications. She is also the founder of Well Women Life, which supports high-achieving women navigate burnout and transition to their best lives. Love hearing that, Giovanna. <laughs> <laughs> She's the host of the Well Women Show, a radio show on KUNM 89.9 FM here in New Mexico, and a podcast on iTunes. She holds a Master of Science degree in Public Policy from the London School of Economics and a Bachelor of Arts degree in Spanish and Latin American Studies from the University of Me New Mexico. So, Giovanna, thank you for being on the show with me today. I'm excited to share your wealth of information with the audience. So thanks for being on here. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Marty. It's such a pleasure to be on with you. Yeah, it's great. So let's just dive right in and just tell our audience, how did you get involved in the work that you're currently doing? Tell us your story about that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I have a um, an interesting uh, background, which is that I um, basically built my career for 15 years plus before I had my family. And then um, things sort of shifted once I started having kids. So as, mm. as, as you know, happens with a lot of women. Yes. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, so I already had an established career. Um, and, and what that was, was, as you said in the introduction, I, I have a background in public policy. I was a policy analyst in government. I ran a nonprofit organization as the executive director. Um, I was appointed to be the women's health policy advisor for our state by our governor at the time. And um, it was then that I started doing a radio show on women's health and wellness because it had a lot to do with my job with the governor's office. Um, and so, you know, I was sort of on this path of like high level management and policy making. And um, then I um, sort of woke up to the idea that I didn't want to just be a workaholic and uh. Uh, work myself. <laughs> work myself into the ground. Um, and I actually did want to have a, a more balanced life. I mean, I think balance is an elusive thing, but um, I wanted to have a relationship. I, I wanted the option of having children. It wasn't something that I always knew I wanted, but um, so things really started shifting for me when I sort of made that decision. And then um, I, you know, left the governor's office. Um, well, I, I got married, had a baby, then left the governor's office. When uh, when he was termed out of, of his office, he had had two terms as governor and he was done. And so I looked at that as an opportunity to really uh, refocus my life and um, I, I knew I wanted to have another baby, and so I took that opportunity to start my own business, and that mm. was six, yeah, that was six and a half years ago. Wow. Um, so I basically took my background in management, in leadership, in policy, and applied it to my consulting business, and so I continued to work on issues relating to women and families as a consultant uh, while I, you know, raised my small baby and, um, and had another, had another baby. So it was very interesting time to, to start a business. Um, yeah. Not, yeah. Especially because it was right at the economic downturn as well. Mm -hmm. it was like, <laughs> yeah. 2010. Um but uh, I just I just knew it was right for me. I took the leap, and um, it's been the best decision I've made because it's just been great for for me personally, professionally, and for my family. And um, so that that's a little bit about sort of the consulting business. And then, if you want me to talk about how well woman life, yes, please. Out. Yeah. So. I, as I said, I was doing a radio show already on women's health and wellness, and then, um, you know, I really believe that we um, create the things that we need in our lives, and that we teach what we need to learn. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, right? And so, <laughs> I um, found myself complete, you know, on the edge of burnout with having my own business and having small children. And I really needed a community of women around me that, um, that, 
could be a support. And actually, it came up in on the radio show. Some of my guests would say, God, these are really great conversations we're having. Why aren't we having these conversations out in the community? Why is it just on the radio? Can you bring us together and facilitate sort of some in, in-person, you know, meetings like this? So I said, okay, actually, that, that sounds good. So I started doing that, and it developed into an event called Well Woman Drinks, where we get together once a month and have a glass of wine. Mm, <laughs> or I've been. <laughs> Yes, you've been to it. Or we have a cup of tea or a glass of juice or whatever, but it's just a chance to kind of take a pause and a break from the hectic uh, schedule of juggling all of the different things in our lives and connect with other high-achieving women who are doing the same thing. And so well, you know, it's so it's funny. I just think it's always so perfect how this works out that we're having this conversation because for myself, Giovanna, I I was in corporate America for 30 years and I started moonlighting working at the, my business now about five, maybe six years ago now, I have to think back, but, and it's been going on two and a half years that I quit my corporate job. And it's interesting to me that I am literally in this place where I'm like, wow, I definitely think I have some burnout going on here. And even I'm in the wellness industry and I thought, wow, this is the next thing, you know, teach what you need to learn. So I've been really working on this idea of unplugging more and more and more. So it was funny when I thought, you know, well, women life. And and I love what you said that balance is elusive because I agree with that. We, we often kind of throw that term around like balance, but that to me is this thing. It is elusive and it's this constant sort of, I call it like hit the reboot button, hit the reset. Like I thought about that recently. I'm like, it's time for me to hit a reboot and really start to really focus on more and more wellness for myself. And it's been interesting, the things that are starting to come out of that, that I realize I'm going to be putting forth to, because you teach what you need to learn. So I'd love for you to speak more about that, that burnout piece, because I think this is near and dear, whether you have your own business, you're in corporate or whatever, like, how did that show up for you? And what have you done to shift that? Like, how's your approach different? Yeah, yeah. So um, definitely hear you uh, on all of those levels. Um, And I think that when just to touch on the balance issue again, because it's such a big topic for women. Yes. Um, I mean, and men, but, you know, I think when we, when we try to achieve balance in this whole term work-life balance, um, it just is reinforcing that idea that we have to be perfect in every area Uh, of our life. And we have to, you know, be that high achiever in our personal life, in our professional life, in our community life, everywhere. We're trying to achieve this balance. (laughs) And I, uh, that's so awesome. Yeah. We just need to let that go and say, you know what? I am not going to try to achieve balance. It's going to be one ball up in the air and I'm holding one ball and maybe I'm going to drop a ball and that's okay. Um, and it's, it's going to be good enough, you know, and for high achievers, it's really hard to do that. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Um, taking the IV out, like, you know, detoxing from a drug. (laughs) It really is. And so we have to kind of dig deep and ask, why is it so hard for us Mm. to, uh, 
to, to unplug a little bit like that. And I think that we go through different phases in our lives and I call it the, the well woman life cycle. Cause I've, I've just looked at it in, in these four areas and one of the areas of course is burnout. So we'll talk about that. So, um, I think, you know, the first thing is if we're in, if we're in our high achieving, you know, zone where we're just like going at it and everything is going well and we're, you know, successful and whatever that means to us. Um, but we don't have enough either internal superpowers, what I call our superpowers, or enough external support. And that can be anything, you know, from our family support to our community support to policy and systemic support. Um, but if something is off in those two areas, we tend to move into burnout. Yeah. And yeah. And once we're in burnout, that can show up in so many different ways. And, you know, it can, for me, it, it was more, more balls were being dropped than I was holding. Yes. <laughs> like, oh yeah. It's like yeah. you start sort of unraveling and it's harder to hold it all together. Uh, but it's, it's easy to sort of like maintain in burnout and not really be aware of it until yeah. something shows up physically, your physical health or a relationship or, you know, you get these signs, but it's whether we look at that and listen to that or not. I think is oh God. Thing. Yes. Listening. <laughs> yeah. So when I got, when I had my burnout, um, I was just, you know, you, you become unhappy and uh, it just, it, it all just becomes too much. And so you have to make some sort of shift. Um, or like I said, if you don't listen to your burnout um, cues or, or whatever, then you, you tend to um, just, it shows up in some other way. So, you know, yeah. some, something happens with your health or, your, or a relationship or depression or something. But um, if we can listen to those cues, then we can move into the next stage, which is um, more of a pause or a break stage phase, which sounds yeah. like your is what you were oh, yeah. to. Yep, so, doing a lot of pausing yeah. and a lot of breaking. <laughs> right. And it's really hard for us to do that. And it's, it's in that stage where we can really kind of um, linger and listen and go deep and and figure, you know, things out a little bit. But we can't move from burnout to, to transition and action too quickly because if we skip that phase of lingering and pausing and breaking, then we, we don't build up the resilience and the tools that we need in order to make the change and the transition that we want to make. So it's a really important phase. It's a hard phase for high achievers, um, but it's really important. And then once we're in that phase, then we can move into transition and change. And that's where the exciting stuff happens. That's when you, you know, you get your energy back and you're motivated and you've got this vision and you're going to change things, whether it's in your personal life, your professional life, or your community life. I, I talk a lot about those three areas of our lives. 
in the well woman model. And so um, that's basically sort of how I, I look at the life cycle. It's those four stages and we move from one to the next and it's sort of a, a, a circular process and we can uh, move through them quickly or slowly. And sometimes we're in one stage for a really long time. <laughs> yes. And, and, and just being okay with that also is really important. Well, I love this, Giovanna, because this is a thing that I talk about all the time. I mean, I preach it. You know, it's the teacher you need to learn. It's the self-acceptance part. Um, the, we, what I find in the work that I do, especially in the EFT world, is self-judgment is the thing that holds patterns in place. Like, you can't change what you judge. And when you're talking about, I love the word you use, lingering, those words, because that's literally the phase. It, this is interesting, too, because I was reading about burnout to a client and she listens to the show. So she'll probably hear the show. And I'm like, I'm reading it and I'm like, Oh my God, those are things I'm experiencing. too. <laughs> and so I've really been doing the lingering and I, I just want to mirror what you're saying. Cause I think the way you've lined these up is so true and is just makes so much sense is um, the first time I ever had a coach, which was over a decade ago, she said to me, Marty, you're like a hummingbird. So you need to go sit outside. This is your one assignment for 10 minutes in nature and do nothing. And I was like, ah, ah, cakewalk, <laughs> like piece of cake. I am not kidding, Giovanna. I said the first 30 seconds as a high achiever, I thought I was going to crawl out of my skin. Mm. I was like, whoa. And now I do this every day. And I have a, like, it sounds funny, but an accountability buddy. All we do is text each other a thumbs up when we've done it. And now I'm adding it in the evening. And now, like, going outside more and lingering. And I just want to mirror what you're saying. I am finding as I'm giving myself this breath, this break, this lingering, this trusting that, like trusting, I'm going to say it this way, that the universe is supporting me. This is a guide, like guidance that's coming to me. It's been fascinating to see the thought, first of all, just noticing nature and what's changing in it and the beauty of it and the abundance of it. And then noticing what is coming to mind and like like you said, recharging my battery. So when I, when I heard you say this, I'm like, it just excites me because I'm like, wow, you've clearly been there, done that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because you've put these yeah. out in such a usable way for um, people to, to really look at. And I want to say one other thing. I was watching this show about Warren Buffett, and he made this comment that just stuck with me. And he, he said, wait until women realize that they're the slaves of the world. And I was like, this is this big investor. And I was like, whoa. And fascinating, if you listen to the whole story, what his wife ended up doing to, have, to having to go take care of herself because of all the stuff that she was doing. And that's why I love the well women, because I think women are, re not that I'm excluding men from this, men obviously get burnt out, but I think the balls in the air, keep them all in the air, you know, be a mom, be this. And there's some, some dissatisfaction that can come all the way around. And I just love what you're doing in the world. So I just, I wanted to share my thoughts about that 
going through this experience myself and the word lingering, what an awesome, beautiful word. Oh, isn't it fabulous? Cause it's just it is. Like, yeah, that's what it is. And it's so hard. And if we can do that when we're in burnout and not ignore mm-hmm. it, we can then yes. we can move in. We can move into that more of that pause um, stage where we can listen because we can't listen if if we haven't lingered first. <laughs> if you that yes, sense. that's yeah. Oh my god, uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I I just love this, and of course I have my like policy wonk you know head on. I I do a lot of research and data and and um, models and stuff. And so, of course, I had to kind of like come up with a model to make sense of my life because I was like, right. this, <laughs> this is just, I, I don't, I can't understand it unless I, you know, kind of put some parameters around it and like really dig into this. And what does this mean? And if I'm in this stage, am I ever going to get out of it? And, you know, so that's yeah. when I say we create what we need in the world, it was like, I just needed this. And then once I um, created Well Woman Life, I realized that other women needed it too. Yes. Yeah. And that's where the, that's where the community is built now is that we come together and we, uh, you know, can support each other through these different stages of our lives. And it's just super, super helpful. Well, and even just you and I having this interview and this conversation, Giovanna, like it just reinforces for me, you know, all the things that have been coming to me, like Marty, just rest more, like pause more, go sit outside more, go in nature more, um, leave your phone at home, you know, like on my hikes, right. it's like, leave the phone at home, put it down. And, and it literally, that's been its own source of like, cause you know, when you have your own business, you could literally work 24 yeah. seven and you would never be caught up at just, and, and I want to say this too. I just so believe this is such a practice. And that's why I think with the balance word that it can get elusive, like you said, it, it takes practice to to learn to unplug. You literally have to detox from parts of your life that you're, I mean, there's a term called peptide addiction, and I absolutely believe you can, there's a physiology that can happen in our bodies that keeps us addicted to that, like grinding the gears. And that's what I'm noticing is as I'm pausing more and doing that, like I'm listening to myself. Well, And, and how so magical is that? Yeah, exactly. And what I have found is that when we are going, 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 and we're not replenishing enough, um, and so we go into burnout, we are a lot of times, we're not acting out of love and abundance. We're, act, we're trying to earn love. Yes. Lack and fear, I think. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um when we're not acting out of love and instead we're trying to earn love um, in whatever area, you know, of our lives. And, and, you know, that shows up in our, in our business too, not just in our personal life. Yes. Um, Then, uh, you know, that's, that's a key uh, thing right there to, to really be watching because that will very quickly lead to burnout. Yeah. What I often find, too, like if you're a high-achieving person, and I always say you have to, 
often the, the rub is to learn the opposite of that. Like I, I think of us on a pendulum. So high achievers are on one end of the pendulum. Do, 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 go, 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 more, 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 you know, produce, produce, produce. I've been a doer as long as I can remember. And yeah, for me, the, the pendulum swing can go to the opposite side. We're like, oh, I don't want to do anything. But then it's finding that, that place in between where you'll vacillate between that pendulum. You know, some days you're better taking care of yourself than others. And some days you suck at it, but like the self-acceptance piece to me, when I, when I think it's, it's a practice, no different than a yoga practice to learn mm-hmm. better self-care, learn, you know, a well women lifestyle. When we go, it's a practice. Some days I'm going to be a better than it than others. And this self-acceptance piece comes in. I just think that personally, the self-acceptance piece is huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It really is. I mean, going back to your comment about Warren Buffett and his and his comment, which is so profound, um, you know, for for years, decades and, and centuries, women have been valued based on two things, um, how we look and how we yeah. care for others. And really, outside of those two things, there really wasn't much else going on for women. Um, and you know, some would argue that that's kind of still the case. I mean, yeah, we've made progress and we're, you know, definitely uh, more equal now than um, than in the past, although that's um, debatable, no, right? But yeah. <laughs> it's a work <laughs> anyway, in progress um, for sure. It's a work in progress and we might be moving backwards, but, um, you know, that... <laughs> Those two things, how we look and how we care for others, are how we've been valued as women over time. And it's yes. really hard to shift to shift out of that. And so we carry that around with us. It's like, you know, in everything we do, like, how do we look? How are we taking care of everybody else? And uh, I, I think that's something that we have to address in, in our lives, too. If, if yes, to, absolutely. Yeah. Huge live, part live of it. Full life. Yeah. So, um, so again, the internal superpowers, you know, developing those and then the external supports, being really aware of the internal and the external um, so that we can live our best lives. Well, I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about internal superpowers. Can you share your view of that? It's a term I've heard more recently, but I'd love to hear your view of this. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's, it's what we've just been talking about. So it's, um, and I always ask women, you know, what, what's your superpower? What do you think your superpower is? And it varies from woman to woman. Uh, but there are some sort of core superpowers that we can all be trying to develop. And we named some of them. So self-acceptance, self-love, um, you know, are some really basic ones. And self-care. So it's very inward. It's very focused on resilience and building up our resilience so that we can be who we want to be out in the world. And so, Uh. yeah, so it's, it's that. And then it's combined with the external support, which can be your family structure, your relationships, your, uh, your business, your career, your, um, community, you know, support systems, policies, all kinds of things. So it's, it's everything that's outside of you. 
And we have to take into account sort of where are we with, with both of those things. So for me, it's not just about working on ourselves, but it's about acknowledging that there are these external influences as well. Well, you know what I love too, Giovanna, is that you talk about superpowers as self-accept and self-love and self-care because often, I, you know, superpowers and the way I've seen it put out there before too is it's, it can be more of this just driven, going, you're the super successful woman. And I, I just love your perspective on it that self-care, self-love, self-acceptance are absolutely superpowers. It's almost like when I hear those, it's just like, oh, I guess I. So it's a great right. perspective on it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like those are superpowers. I mean, can you imagine if we really achieved the, the uh, highest level of self-acceptance, self-love, and self-care, how powerful yeah. it would be? Wow. So it's a constant journey, and I have never achieved the highest level on, uh, for all three of those. You know, I don't think anybody does, but it's, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. The practice, yeah. It's a, it's a practice. It's a journey. Yes. Yeah, I love that. And that term's always been, you know, to me, put out there about the journey thing. But it's really, when you really look at it and you really kind of let that come into your heart, it's like, wow, really, my life is the journey. That's that's life. It's the journey. You know, we talk about the arrival thing, but what is it day to day that we're doing to care for ourselves? And I really noticed that, you know, now when I sit outside in the morning and do my just quiet, observing nature and just how it just sets the tone for me for the day. And it just, if I don't do it, then I get in that, the hummingbird. When I do do it, I notice it's that taking that pause, lingering, and I, I crave even more of it. And I, I notice from that practice, slowly there's other things that are coming up for me that are just naturally coming through like self-care that I'm like, wow, I want to do more of those things for myself. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't have to be grand. You know, it doesn't have to be these grandiose ideas of self-love and self-care, although it you know, could be. But I, I just think starting with something small, like you're sitting outside every day, is amazing. And I, I have to really ground myself in the morning with my um, little routine because I have small children yeah. and I work from home and I have a husband and a house, and, you know, on and on. Um, I, I really find that if I do one or two things as a routine in the morning, it really sets the tone for my own self, you know, self-acceptance, self-love, self-care for the day. And so, you know, just to give people like, something very concrete and tangible to do because sometimes it's, it sounds very sort of out there to be like, yeah, work on self-acceptance and self-love. Right. Do that. <laughs> you know, like, what do I actually do? What can I do right now as high achievers? Like, what I need to do something. So uh, I would say if you, if you want to have something to work on and do, you know, think about your, your morning routine. That's just one thing that you can start with. Um, to to set you on the path for, you know, a grounded, sort of mindful uh, day. And then I have some other things as well uh, uh, that I could share. I don't know. If, oh, I'd love for you to share them. Yeah. 
And okay. I know you have a, so share those and then you have a free three-day challenge that we're yeah. going to talk about a little bit. So, Yeah, for sure. So I always say, uh, you know, there are um, sort of a few things that we can start doing right away where we can really kind of like take hold of our step into our power as women wherever we are on the on the life cycle. Um, and the first one is we tend to take on way too many things. We've just been talking about that, either due to guilt or trying to meet other people's expectations or fit into a picture that someone else has created. Uh-huh. So this is about saying no and really looking at the things that you wish you could be saying no to, but you, you know, as you're thinking, I wish I could say no to this. You're saying, yes, sure. I'll do that. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and then you think, to yourself, oh, how am I going to do this? And it causes more stress. So I would just ask you, what in your life do you wish you would say no to? And, you know, mm. whether it's, and it might be a difficult thing to do. It might be with a family member. It might be on a co- with a committee that you're sitting on or volunteer thing or something at work. Uh, but, you know, to start saying no and really implementing that right away, at least, at least one thing. And I know we all have so many things we could probably think of that we could do. Um, and the second one is we tend to apologize as a way of being as women, and I <laughs> totally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I grew up in England where everybody apologizes for everything. It's kind of it's it's more of a way of life than than it is even here. But um, people are saying sorry for everything. But I think as women, we definitely tend to use that language more, and it really gives away our power when we. Um, use that language. So, oh, I'm sorry, or I just wanted to, it's very sort of apologetic language. Um, And I'm not talking about, you know, if you really did actually need to say sorry, like I'm not, not I'm not talking about those times, but for the most part, it's a really big part of of what we do. So I want to sort of challenge people to stop using apologetic language and instead dig a little deeper and say what you actually mean to say. So an example would be instead of saying, Oh, I'm so sorry. I couldn't make it to your event. You know, immediately giving away your power there. Um, You could say, I hope you had a great event and I really hope I can come next time. All right. That's awesome. Yep. So it's just a way of reframing it and turning it around. Um, you know, stop over-explaining. Stop apologizing. You really, we, we don't need to be doing that. Uh, so that's the second one. And then the third one is to reclaim the word selfish. And that's because selfish has a negative connotation. And, and we, yeah. But um, we're always putting everyone else first, our work, our family you know, everything. And we really leave our needs last on the list. So uh, part of part of achieving self-care and self-love is to really carve out some time to work to have for yourself, to be self-ish. And yeah. um, that could just mean, you know, 
putting it in your calendar. I mean, that that's what it is for me. I can't do anything. Nothing happens if it's not on my calendar. So I have a thing in there. Planners. I know. And so I have a thing in my calendar that says my well woman time. And I, oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to that time, that's when I take my walk. I go for my walk or whatever it is that I, you know, plan to do that day. So those are just three quick things that, you know, if if people are wanting some, to do something concrete, those are three three things. No, and they're awesome. I mean, I totally agree. Like I, I often, I was just thinking recently I was in a store and me and this gal crossed paths and she apologized to me and I apologized to her. There was really no need for it. Yeah, and then the explaining thing, over-explaining. Yeah, and I love just doing that language. And I, I do love the word selfish because it has been given this negative connotation. But there's a great line from a parenting book that I read years ago. It has always stuck with me. And it says, children's needs are best met by parents whose needs are met. Oh, love that. Isn't that, it's all about if you, children model what we do, not what we say. So if you are modeling self-care to your children, they can learn that. And I think that it went, you know, that is to me the impetus for practicing more self-care for those of us who I have to do everything for my kids. It's like, yeah. well, you're doing a great service to them to show them how to care for themselves and how to put themselves yeah. first. Yes, exactly. I love that. We have to take care of ourselves if we're going to be who we want to be out in the world, whether, yeah. you know, parents or whatever, you know, whatever it is that we want to be in the world. Uh, we have to take care of ourselves. Well, and, and I'm so, so happy to be having this conversation with you. And then I want you to tell everyone you have this free, I'm going to like free three day challenge. Say that three times yeah. really fast. <laughs> Can you just tell us more about that? Yeah. So for sure, if you go to wellwomanlife.com slash challenge, you can participate in a three-day challenge where every day we go through uh, something different based, uh, related to the well woman life cycle and the things that I was talking about today. Um, there will be an assessment so you can see where you are in the life cycle. And then there will be some information about what happens in those four stages of the cycle and how you move through them and what the four activators are for moving from one stage to the next. So it's going to be really, really cool. And I would love to see some of your listeners in the challenge and share this information with them. I'll be there. <laughs> no, I think it's awesome. I mean, anything like this to me that's so helpful. Um, you know, it's an EFT radio show, but that's why I love to bring other perspectives because these are just practical things that you can add to this. And, and I, I mean, I love the idea of it. So it's great. Thank you so much for making that offer. So absolutely go to wellwomenlife.com forward slash challenge and sign up today and get started on your wellness journey. <laughs> yeah. So, and Giovanna, just to, just, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Just to um, be clear, it's wellwoman, 
life. So it's W-O-M-A-N life. Oh, yeah. Well, woman life. Thanks for making that yeah. clarification. Singular. Wellwomanlife.com. And that's also the link for that is also in the text for this radio show. So you can literally just go there and click on that and it'll take you right to the site. Perfect. So any um, parting thoughts, anything you want to leave anybody with? Um, I would just say, you know, if people are struggling, uh, if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, um, you're definitely not alone. We all go through this. I, I mean, I just had, I just talked to a woman who has published, you know, like 10 best-selling books and she was like really scared that she might not figure out what her next next best-selling book might be and it's like oh okay everybody has these problems <laughs> right right wow. and so I just want people to know you're not alone and there are definitely tools and resources for supporting you through your journey Awesome. Giovanna, thank you so much for being on the show. This has just been so enlightening and so helpful, and um, I totally appreciate you. Thank you so much for all you're doing. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you, Marty, for what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your well woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join us. Our monthly live event, Well Woman Drinks, brings women together to share our successes and challenges as women, leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all the other roles we carry. If you'd like to attend a Well Woman Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email info at wellwomanlife.com. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you are listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week. <laughs>